let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study today. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have to conduct these studies in this way. We ask you to give us wisdom and understanding. We pray, Lord, that the message that we are seeking to convey will be delivered according to your will. Please bless us and bless our hearers. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's devotional study is entitled, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. The verse, however, is not where you would expect it for that title. It's going to be found in Luke 21, verses 25 and 26. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Luke 21, 25, and 26. Typically, when we listen to this title, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled, we think of John chapter 14 and the promise that Jesus gave to his disciples. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me, my Father's house and many mansions. Were not so, I would have told you. And Jesus is offering the encouragement there. He also speaks about the fact that peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. He talks about his people not being fearful. But I thought about this verse, Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. When you look at this sentence, because it is just one sentence, when you look at this sentence as it is translated into English, you get you get a different sense than you might get if you just hear it, because it really depends on how people read it. Oftentimes, we tie all of this together, and because we started with signs in the sun, moon, and stars, We always think in terms of natural disasters or the next verse, 
upon the earth distress of nations. We think in terms of wars and rumors of wars. So the context for men's hearts failing them for fear always or often comes down to natural disasters and wars. But the way the passage is written indicates something else. And the reason that I'm going through this is I have been spending some time in recent months on various social networks in the areas pertaining to employment, resumes, job hunting, all of that sort of stuff. And I notice something that is very different from the past. I notice that there is a lot of distress, a lot of men's hearts failing them for fear. The job market has been difficult in the last couple of years. COVID has been interesting because the pandemic had the effect of changing the job market significantly, but because people were getting sick and hospitalized and not able to work in the places where they had worked before, there was a huge effort to get people to work from home, to increase staffing, to be able to deal with burnout and all of these things that were going on. And so the early pandemic time period actually resulted in some job growth. And then things got awkward and um, there were layoffs. There was a lot of attrition by way of death or illness. And jobs fluctuated. In addition to all of that, besides the job problem by itself, there was an economic impact because of the pandemic. All of the, the elements fed each other. Generally speaking, when you have an economic downturn, people tend to say recession right off the bat, but recession is not the only economic downturn. Whenever you have a recession or depression or any other kind of economic condition, adverse economic condition, if it lasts long enough, it affects the job market. Because if money gets tight, companies are going to stop expanding. They may even have to cut costs and cut staff. And so you get layoffs and all these other things and, and the job market freezes. Then the economy gets better. But the job market stays the way that it is for a while. Okay? Because... It is a, a trailing indicator. It's not a leading indicator. It's a trailing indicator. So it responds to people's perception of the economy. When business people feel that the economy is good and they start investing again and start growing and start hiring, then the job market catches up. So there can be a lag anywhere from six months to 12 months, 18 months behind uh, an adverse economic condition, especially if it's a big one. Because of that, from about mid-2022, 
early 2022 through today, the job market has not been at a good place. It's starting to pick back up, seeing a lot more people getting job offers, etc. cetera. Uh, but it's still, it's still fairly tight, still fairly tricky. There's still a fair amount of layoffs that are happening. And people are struggling to get back into work quickly. Okay? Many people have been on the job market for months. Whereas in a typically good market, you would see the average being weeks. It takes people weeks, three weeks, four weeks to get hired. Now it's taking multiple months with a few people even surpassing a year, 12 months, 14 months, 16 months. Now, I've seen economic downturns before. I've seen stagnant job markets before, at least twice in my career so far. But this is the first time that I see and hear people talking from a suicidal perspective. This is the first time that I see people talking about how discouraged they are about the market and I read a series of, of posts, different people, and the phrase that stuck in my head reading it, the thing that came to my mind was men's hearts failing them for fear. They're afraid of the job market. Many people conflate job market and, and economy. So a lot of the people that were complaining were complaining about the economy. That's how they phrased it. But however you want to, to look at it, because eventually it does, you know, the one does affect the other. If you can't get work, it doesn't matter how good the economy is. You can't buy food. You can't maintain your housing. You will be in a world of hurt. Right. So on a personal level, job market is definitely tied to your economic safety. Men's hearts failing them for fear. So I thought about that passage. I thought about the phrase. I looked it up. And I saw the passage it was associated with. And I decided to look into how the passage is structured. And there's a reason. But if you start in verse 25 of Luke 21, it says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. Semicolon, right? Because we're going to be talking about a couple of different Things that are related to end time events. And upon the earth, distress of nations, right? So there are signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Another thing to look for is on earth, right? Because we were just in space. On earth, distress of nations. Right? The various nations are in distress. And that distress can be conflict between them, but it can be other things. There are economic issues going on with various countries, right? So it's not, the Bible's not trying to suggest to us that the only conflict that countries will have will be war between each other. No. Right? That's not the only conflict. So it says, upon the earth, so signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and then on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. With perplexity. Okay. And I'm going to look at perplexity just so we can 
get a sense of what this word means here. Perplexity. Quandary. Right? So, not only is there distress, anguish, but there's perplexity, meaning no one is sure what to do about the distress. Right? Let me give you an example. If a country finds itself in famine, or if there is war between two countries, or there is difficult, there's flooding, there's some natural disaster, there would be distress of that nation, but not necessarily perplexity, because they would know what to do. But it's possible to have social issues, political issues, economic issues, medical issues, where you don't know what the solution is to get everything back under control. So we have distress of nations with perplexity, with inability to figure out what. Semicolon. Now we have the sea and the waves roaring. Okay, now there's not a lot of detail on that one, but we're back to a semicolon. Not a lot of detail, but in space there's an issue. The earth, distress of nations, and in the sea, we have a lot going on. Okay? Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Very interesting. That, that section, that whole piece that I read, men's hearts filling them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. That's another item. Semicolon. And then finally, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. That, that's a colon that separates that. That for the power of heaven's That for the power of heaven shall be shaken applies to everything in these two verses that we read. It's not just referring to the last thing. Men's hearts are failing them for fear for the things that are happening. And as they look forward to the things that will come, that they believe will come, that they're afraid will come, they are increasing in fear. Increasing in fear. The powers of heaven shall be shaken. Everything is going to be disrupted. We have to recognize as we see these things, not just the natural disasters, not just the wars and rumors of wars, as we see people lamenting the current state of the planet, not sure how to pursue anything, long-term solutions, we should recognize that this is an end-time prophecy, that we are witnessing something that the Bible speaks of and that everything is not just going to come down to mass destruction physically, 
Some of it will be people's mental health, men's hearts failing them for fear. I encourage you to not only recognize this sign, but seek God's peace that you can help other people get peace. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house are many mansions. We have to understand that we are called to help people. We're called to spread the good news of the gospel. So it's important for us to have God's peace so that we can share that peace with others. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for the peace that passeth all understanding. Please be with us as we aim to deliver these messages. We pray for those that we come in contact with, that they'll be receptive to the word. We ask you to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google, Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.